Welcome to issue 42 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet as well, as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Americano, and joining me is Daniel. Well, hello, good evening. Good evening. Mike. Hello, sir. And Steve. Hey, how's it going? You guys, I'm really excited to be on your show. Really excited about it. Who left the door open? Yeah, <laughs> I snuck right in. I snuck right in. Especially on this, on this episode, I said, Kennedy, you have to stay behind, right? You can't, you can't be on this episode. Well, tell us about this heroic voice we're hearing. Okay, well, so I'm one of the co-hosts of Marvel Champions Monthly, a fan podcast. I'm Americano, also known as Austin by my family. They call me Austin. <laughs> that would be your alter ego? That would be my alter ego, yes, Austin. I have... I joined the, that podcast after the fact, after they started a few months later, because I noticed that they didn't have anybody on there that was showing off the protection cards. Protection was my favorite aspect. I guess I should say is, not was. And so I reached out to them and I said, you guys need somebody on there that does protection. And they said, we agree with you 100%. So they let me join their little, their little club and we haven't looked back since. Yeah, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you joined on the champion protection because... I think it, it gets a bad rap on, it used to get a bad rap on their show. And, you, you know, you've brought a lot of positivity to protection. So I, I like that. And it is the best aspect. I have so, to agree. Green cards are great. Green cards are great. You got to eat your veggies. That's what I say. You got to eat your veggies. <laughs> Kennedy Hawk says green cards are gross. That's his tagline. But well, he's wrong. He is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a couple questions we like to ask every guest host. How about who in the game or in the universe is your favorite villain marvel villain um my favorite villain okay that, the, there's a different question that you're going to ask right about who i would like to see in the game is that right we can ask that too okay okay well <laughs> my favorite villain um would ha- probably have to be kingpin um because yeah he has super strength but he's just a, a crazy he's a strong guy but he's also just he's the the ultimate schemer right he's that becomes the mayor and he just controls the city and, and all his minions to do whatever he wants. So I, I like that. I like that in a villain. I like when they scheme. Yeah. He's a good, uh, he's a good villain. Cause he's not really a villain either. Right. I mean, he's just looking out for New York city. That's exactly right. It's daredevil and those guys that are the villains. Yep. That's right. So is he like villain you'd like to see in the game? Uh, no, I, I mean, I would like to see him, but I think purple man would be awesome. Oh, I think that, I th- I think there's some like really cool mechanics that they could bring in with Purple Man. Um, like, hold on, Austin. Is there really someone named Purple Man? Yes, I know him. It has Killgrave. Killgrave. Yep. Yeah. No. Okay. Did you watch okay. the uh, Jessica Jones <laughs> Netflix series? I did. I didn't watch it. So David Tennant is yes. is Purple Man. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, he's awesome. Oh my Although, god! What a great in the role comics. That was. In the comics, he's actually purple. He, he's actually purple okay. in the comics. Yeah, yeah. If, okay. Uh, he he's really good. He does mind control and and he gets people to do his bidding that way. And so I think yeah. that I think it'd be a really cool mechanic with maybe taking over the player's minions or something like that. That might that yep. they could do something like that, right? That would be fun. I, I'm all about. Or sorry, I say I keep saying minions. I mean allies. No, I, no, I'm they're all about, minions. I, minions. I'm all about. I'm all about ally hate. So I mean, he seems. 
I mean, he's not definitely not the most powerful villain out there in terms of like true raw power. So I could see them putting him in the game and doing all right with it. But yeah. it, it strikes a balance. You can't make him too easy, or it just is the character. All right. Do we have any other questions for Americano before we get moving? Yeah. Then who are you here to talk about? What are we? What are we doing? We're here to talk about Crossfire, aka William Cross, and that set for uh, Hawkeye, which is why I'm really glad you guys had me on and not, not Kennedy wow. Hawk. <laughs> I did do some research. Well, what did you learn then? One of the things I came to learn about him through his background is that he is a schemer. We'll talk about his card. Mm-hmm. Join the CIA. He aspires so that he could make contacts in the future and and learn those trades so that he could basically be a supervillain in the future. Like that was his goal from the beginning. And, and I mean, that's that's a pretty big that's playing the long game. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So he is definitely a schemer when it comes to that. After he joined the CIA, he, he became really good at, and he specialized in information gathering and information extraction. So take that how you want it, right? Again, <laughs> he was really good at finding things out from people, getting, getting them to give him what he wanted. Say torture. Yeah, he, he, he tortured. He actually helped develop a way to brainwash people. He helped develop this ultrasonic tech. I don't even know what he called it, but it was some sort of ultrasonic technology. And his fiance, Rosalind Backus, helped him develop that. She, had, she was a good guy. She was a good person. He was, he, I mean, we're all about villains on the show, right? So he was a good guy too, but he actually wasn't. <laughs> he wanted to use it. He, he obviously wanted to use it to, to further his agenda. She had no idea what he, that he was planning on using it for evil right oh, I, I um, love this guy already like so many of our villains sort of got like sad story pushed into villainy now this guy was like all about it from the get-go he was all in the get-go oh. he didn't even tell so, so they were they were engaged to be married oh, that's and, delicious and he, he ran off so he left her high and dry and uh he staged his own murder and he framed do you know who he framed oh, oh afraid no. to guess no framed rosalyn his fiance for his murder that's I mean, brilliant. this guy is one of a kind. This guy is one of a kind. Classic um, Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, so that he used his training. He used his skills that he gained through the CIA. He used his knowledge to hire a whole bunch of low-level thugs, uh, mercenaries, to do what he wanted them to do. He used this mercenary army, is what I'll call them, to enforce his illegal activities. So he, did, he was into drug trafficking extortion assassination you know anything to make a buck that's what he was doing he realized he could make more money and be more powerful as a villain than working for the stupid cia there's nothing wrong with that right we all want american dream right there that's what he did he used the government to get some skills and then he went out and it's the entrepreneurial mindset right so yeah absolutely um, wait someone for the government like just using his position to further his own personal ends what Except, yeah, except he did leave the position to do oh. that. So, oh, that might have been his mistake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, why leave that cushion anyway? So he did make he did make some enemies, and he had an enemy that I don't even know who it was, but the booby trapped his headquarters um, with explosives, and he was caught in one of those explosives and lost the use of his left eye and his left ear from the explosion. So. Can't see out of his left eye, can't hear out of his left ear. And he had amassed this great fortune at this point 
and he used it to replace his ear and eye with cybernetic implants. Sweet. I mean, at this point, he's like part android, and he then started calling himself Crossfire. So very, very creative. William Cross started calling himself Crossfire. <laughs> I'm guessing because of the fire explosion. I have no idea. So he's changed identities in a sense. Yes. He, okay. He's not masquerading as him. He's actually kind of changed his name at this point. That's, that's how I saw it, yeah. There, but there, there's got to be a lot more to that story. You probably have some listeners that have read this, you know, this event um, and know a lot more about it than, than I do. But, you know. So I know a little piece here. This uh, cybernetic implants, he does have connections to a high-tech resource. His cousin, Darren Cross, is better known as Yellow Jacket, Ant-Man's nemesis. What? Yes. Yep. yes it's really? the same family. Crazy, right? It's a high-functioning family. <laughs> They're awesome. They're awesome. So after he changed his identity, so to speak, to Crossfire, he, I guess, he, yeah, he now wants to use this, this masked identity. He decided that all the costumed superhumans and the superheroes would be a threat to his criminal enterprise. So he tried to take some of them out using his ultrasonic tech that Rosalind helped him create. I think he called it now at this point the Sonic Mind Warper. Nice. I'm really bummed that we don't have a card that was the Sonic Mind Warper attachment. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's really awesome. Well, it goes with what you were saying before, right? When you're saying his card set wasn't really about his scheming so much. Yeah, they, they focus more on his, uh, his marksmanship, which is, which is fine. You know, it kind of works with as a dichotomy to Hawkeye. But anyway, he was constantly running into heroes. Um, at this point, because he's like, these guys are, are ruining my crimi- crim- criminal enterprise. And it was often Hawkeye and Mockingbird. So that's, that's where he became Hawkeye's nemesis. Mm. He even at one point planned to kill Hawkeye and use the funeral as Hawkeye's funeral as bait to attack the superhero community. Like, so they'd all be in one place. Like, I don't know how that would work because you have a whole bunch of superhuman people and if you're just by yourself i mean i guess he did have a mercenary army so there's that right but it seems like you'd want to pick them off one by one i'm not the the scheming mastermind that that william cross is so he was he was actually going to use a weapon there at the funeral called the undertaker it would send subliminal messages to everyone that attended the funeral by using sound frequencies and it would stimulate the rage centers of their of their brains so then the people there, the, the superhumans that are mourning Hawkeye, would lash out at each other, and they would kill each other off. And so he'd kind of just slink back into the shadows and the, in the bushes and watch them kill each other, I guess. That was his goal. And, and maybe he had his mercenary army surrounding the... He would have had him surrounding the funeral home just in case. I don't know. Oh, wow. It's a fine line, because if you don't make them angry enough, they'll just get really angry at you. That's yeah. right. I mean, I don't know how it's going to work, but he called it the, the Undertaker. So this guy... He is a showman, right? He's maybe a little not super creative with his own personal name, his own villain name, but, you know, he's got some pretty awesome names for his technology that he uses. He probably names his sniper rifle. I don't know. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. Sounds like it has the makings of an actual villain set at some point. We've already seen Taskmaster go from minion to own set. They probably just focused on something and, like you said, compliment the Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 Looks like there's a lot of room to expand upon. 
there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of a whole other aspect of his scheming and um manipulation like mind manipulation that they didn't really take and and it's hard to do that with with the nemesis minion right a nemesis set because it's only five or six cards right he, he tried to kill hawkeye obviously hawkeye defeated him then with with mockingbird she helped him defeat uh, crossfire at that point then there was a another event where he worked on like making a better ultrasonic brainwashing device he's like he just doesn't stop right this guy is like determined to the max he's going for it he used cross technologies he was supposed to have at darren cross's company right cross technologies facility to make a better brainwashing device he learned that who was a security guard there the none other than hawkeye hawkeye was actually a security guard at cross cross technologies I guess it was slow for, I guess work was slow for superheroes at the time. I don't know. Slow Avengers day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's moonlighting as a security guard, I guess. Yeah. They just weren't paying him enough. I don't know. And, uh, and again, he believed Hawkeye was the weakest of the, the superheroes. So rightly so rightly so. Yeah, of course he's going to use, he's trying to bait him. He was trying to, he was trying to defeat Hawkeye there. Crossfire got some other costume villains or cr- other criminals that what were they called they were called the death throws i've never heard of these guys the death throws they were the silencer oddball and bombshell they threw like or sorry no it was just oddball and bombshell were part of the death throws they were costumed criminal jugglers so he hired <laughs> these guys like like the i'm death telling throws. you this, yeah, yeah this now i get it oh this is great this is great i put that on my list <laughs> He's a showman, and he's not afraid to, to make it known. So anyway, he, Crossfire eventually got put in prison. He used these uh, death throws to help him escape prison. He, he promised to pay them, and they staged a uh, kidnapping and, and broke him out. Then they found out that he didn't have any money because he had spent it all trying to defeat Hawkeye and working you know, on this brainwashing device. And then they were going to kill him, but they used him as bait. So the Death Throws used him as bait to capture Hawkeye and Captain America. But when you bring in Hawkeye and Captain America, they uh, obviously will prevail. And they defeated the Death Throws. Crossfire's back in prison, and that's where he lives. So, yeah, this guy, he's got quite a story. And he is, he, yeah, it wasn't like a, (laughs) it was, he was just planning it, and he is ruthless. Frames his fiance for his his fake murder, you know. So good. Yeah. Well, did yeah, you have fun researching him? Yeah. I mean, awesome. It's probably not going to make me want to play Hawkeye, but no. Well, I mean, why would you? Yeah. I, no, I mean, I mean, we play this game to be superheroes, right? Not just dudes who can shoot a bow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice to know though that the nemesis minion and the hero that it comes with have a nice tie in the lore. Yeah. Uh, thematically, at least. It, and and thematically, they do. Even if it was Crossfire that targeted Hawkeye to be his nemesis, it's like a one-sided rivalry almost, you know? Like, like the sad kind of rivalry. Yeah, exactly. Hawkeye's like, who yeah. are you? Who are you? And he's like, what are you talking about, man? I'm your rival. Unrequited nemesis? Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm your number one hater. Yeah. Uh, well, that was great. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Shall we take a look and see if the, the cards match up with the story? Let's do it. This is the best part. All right, so we're going to start. There are, you know, it's a typical Nemesis set. So we've got the six different cards. Uh, 
five by title. And we're going to start off with the obligation. Daniel, why don't you start us off with the obligation? Okay. Did you know Hawkeye had a criminal past, gentlemen? I did, actually. Yeah, well, he does. So this was uh, the obligation. Give to the Clint Barton player. You may flip to alter ego form. Choose. Exhaust Clint Barton. Remove this card from the game. Or discard Hawkeye's bow from play. Discard this obligation. And it has two boost icons. Pretty basic. Yep. This one can whiff. Well, a ruling on that if you can't do any of them. If you don't have the bow in play. And you're already already exhausted. exhausted. Oh, right. I can see that it could whiff, but I always, well, in the one or two times I've played Hawkeye, I've definitely got his bow into play. Yeah, and actually, this is one of those obligations where you might take the second option because the Clint Barton Alter Eagle ability is go get the bow from your discard pile. So it's not that hard to recover from that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, why would, I might never exhaust, you know? Like, I'd flip the Alter Ego form discard my bow and then just spend a dollar to get it right back at the start of next turn yep yeah this seems like a really lame obligation from the villain's point of view like i i don't see this as really hurting hawkeye at all i agree with that i'm wondering how this works thematically is it is it his criminal past is coming back so his bow is confiscated from him or what yeah yeah i don't know because that that (laughs) that doesn't seem very likely I don't know. Uh. Yeah, it could also, it could be like discard Hawkeye's bow and all arrow cards in your hand, right? So like... Yeah. Or something, yeah. Like, oh, right. The bow and the arrows. <laughs> so I mean, so I'm in, you know, in the campaign I'm in, our, our my friend Becky is playing Hawkeye. And I guess the only thing is, is that she's probably Hawkeye for 95% of the game. Right. And so having to flip back to Clint Barton is the pain in the butt, maybe. I don't know. But then if you just discard your bow from play, like you said... Yeah, no, it's... You, you'll just exhaust then, and or you'll just use the ability to bring it back in your hand, right? Yeah, I don't... Yep. This one does not seem like a burden at all. You have to pay to get it back in your hand, don't you? Yep. One, you, you, one, yep, one resource. One to put it back, and does it come out for free? The bow costs zero. Oh, okay, so it's analogous to the shield and the hammer. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. this... Hopefully the rest of this set is really really difficult to deal with because the obligation is not it seems like all the other ones on the surface but it's really not i guess if you had to use that you needed that one resource you didn't have the extra resource you would exhaust to do something i don't know or i have no idea maybe i'm i'm grasping here you're grasping (laughs) yeah the the only reason to exhaust is to just get it out of the game forever because it because it sucks because you don't see it, you wouldn't have to maybe discard your bow again. Okay, right? yeah. I, maybe. Yeah. Though it's on. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think our, our guest should do the honors and read Crossfire. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Crossfire is a minion. He's got four health. He has one scheme value, two attack with a star. He's the mercenary trait. Um, he has the quick strike ability, and his attacks sort of gain piercing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he has he has a boost ability for uh the boost ability is th- if this boost resolves during an attack the attack gains piercing so it it will give the villain piercing which is we like that we like piercing it's great but yeah we do uh, too bad crossfire doesn't yeah daniel daniel pointed this out right yep if you're not looking at the card typically so the attack has a two but it has a star next to it so there should be a star in the text box that 
provide that gives his attack piercing. There's no star next to that. Crossfire's attack gains piercing. So the intent is that he is his attack gains piercing, but there's just a template issue there, right? Yeah, yeah. Typo rules wise, it still works because it's considered passive text. Yep. Now he does have quick strike, which is great. Yeah. We like quick that. strike. We like quick strike. Yeah. We love quick strike. If you guys, if you guys remember, we did a we did a nemesis. We ranked the nemesis set, sets, and I was wrong because I put him so like in the middle of the pack and not super high because of his quick strike. So there's that. Quick strike is is a fun thing that I think more minions should have. Yeah, I feel like all nemeses should have that. Unless they're super slow or something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. thematic reason maybe or something. So the boost, I've never had that really do anything for me. I don't like that the boost doesn't give an attack boost as well. Yeah. Because it hurts the people who are spamming tough looking at you, Doctor Strange. Uh, but if you're not doing that, this guy isn't doing a whole lot to you. He's only hitting for two. You can kill him extremely easily. Yep. He's a, a minor bump in the road. Yep. Now, I'm looking at his trait based on your story, uh, Austin. Mercenary seems weird because I, he hired mercenaries. I feel like he should be should have a different trait. Maybe so. Maybe. Did people, maybe did he, people ever hire him out? I, I don't know. You know what? I have zero idea. Okay. I have no idea. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Kinkud did. I don't know. It'd be a good spot for Elite. Elite would be good. Elite would be good. Because then that elevates him to like the boss of the other mercenaries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Also, is there has there always been a period after a single trait? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Really? Why? Template. The rifle has it too. We'll get to that, but maybe it's just this. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the. I need to look at a different set. Oh yeah, but yeah. Okay. There. Yep. They all are. Okay. That way, um, if it was elite mercenary, you'd know it'd be elite. Stop mercenary. Stop. Well, right, but it's just mercenaries. There's really no need yeah. for the. Well, they don't want to change their templating. They would never do that. <laughs> is it, so you think the template? You think the template is trait period? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but not asterisks. Attacks gain piercing. <laughs> okay. All right, Mike, why don't you do the side scheme? <laughs> All right. The side scheme is marked for death. Ooh. I, I love the image. It's just... Mm. Uh, this card. When revealed, the Clint Barton player searches their hand, deck, discard pile, and play area for Mockingbird and places her face up beneath this card. When this stage is defeated, return Mockingbird to her owner's hand. It has an acceleration icon and is a flat five theme and three boost icons. I love this card. I love this card in so many ways. Yeah, that, it's fun. Do, do tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, what are the so many ways? Okay, well, three boosts. Three boosts, right? Always good. And you might think, okay, an acceleration token, it's not that much. It's five thwart. It's kind of middle of the road for one of these. It, are they actually going to do it? But the player kind of wants to do it because they get something back. It's just one of those interactive ones. It's the ones. It's not just a numbers game. The player gets to get something back. Ah, it, it's a give and take, right? They, they're rewarded for doing it, and in doing so, they are wasting their time. I love it. Can I can I ask a rules question about this one? Yeah. So, is Mockingbird in play when she's under this card? No. No. Nope. So, so like my teammate could play her Mockingbird. Correct. Because it's face down, right? Oh no, uh, no, it's her face up. It's face up. So oh. why wouldn't why wouldn't it be in play? You're right. It is in play. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. 
Because that would be really weird if someone else could play their Mockingbird. Yeah. While she's captured. Yeah. You just you don't see this interaction on any of the other minion side schemes. Right. And I want to see more of this in the future. I love it. You you kind of get a little bit with... With um, Taskmaster, right? Was it, is it Taskmaster or is it uh, Zola with the... the yeah, who takes all your people prisoners? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. I mean, for uh, for Nemesis sets. So, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 for Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Doctor Strange side scheme steals one of your invocation cards. Oh, what do you guys think? Mike, you're totally right. This is awesome. I think it's fun. <laughs> I think the the theme of it, because it targets Mockingbird, is really is really fun. Because through my research, it was Hawkeye and Mockingbird always thwarting Crossfire. So it brings that, you know, it brings her into it as well. Yeah, I like the Static 5, because if you're playing solo, it's hard for you as Hawkeye to go after and find her. But if he's got the team with him, because he's so weak by himself, he can't get her as easily. But if he brings buddies with him, they can thwart and get this scheme a lot easier. Okay. Yeah, I like I didn't, it's a Static 5 like that. I didn't think of that. That, that makes sense. I can, I can buy into that. Such a weak, such a weak hero. <laughs> the other thing I find interesting on this is I love the art. And what we have is we have Hawkeye with his big cat eye helmet and stuff, which Deborah said they were never going to use that style of Hawkeye. They were always going to have him like cool with the haircut and the sunglasses. And right. there he is. There, there he is. is. There he is. Is there a dark credit on here? There is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That means so this was commissioned. Huh. I mean, well, I guess I, we're, we're going to have to have Deborah back on. I, I'm, I'm good to give that a slide because it's just so awesome. <laughs> That's a really cool pick, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Alright, so our next card is the unique Crossfire's rifle. It is an attachment with plus two and a star. It has the weapon trait attached to crossfire, otherwise attached to the villain. And the star says when attached enemy attacks, the attack gains ranged. With the hero action, exhaust your hero and spend a wild resource. Discard Crossfire's rifle and it has two boost icons. So there you go. That's uh, going to give him plus two attack and ranged. I, I really like that it goes on crossfire or the villain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a cool thing. Yeah. I like and, that it's plus two. You don't see a lot of plus two weapons. No. No. And and it's not that easy to remove. You got to exhaust your hero. That's the big thing. And a wild resource. And wild. Yeah. 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 Unless you got like Black Panther with you or something. Yeah. yeah, you're utilizing power of cards. You have to spend uh, like a signature card, uh, or yeah, you need some sort of gen- something that generates a wild. So, or Iron Man ally, but you would have to be playing leadership for that. So, oh yeah, no one's gonna do that. So, there's a lot of cards that will generate wild resources, but a lot of them are key to certain things. Like you get a wild resource when playing an event, or a wild resource from playing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. I think it's a solid attachment. I really like this attachment. Thematic that it gains, uh, gives it range, the attack. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's thematic. It's not super powerful. There's not a mm-hmm. ton of retaliate on the hero side, but yeah, it makes sense for a sniper rifle, right? And and that's a big part of his story, right? This His cyber eye, because if you look at his his card, it's his left eye looking through the sight. Which which makes me laugh Wait, at I the think. next card. Wait. The next card, when you look at it, he, just, he <laughs> doesn't use that eye. Yeah, he's holding it the wrong way. He doesn't. He doesn't use any eye. <laughs> That's true, I guess. He is completely not aiming with the sniper shot. Well, he, on his on his card, he's aiming with his right eye. That it does not have the cybernetic tech, the the technology. 
His non-Android eye. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, there's some wonky stuff going on here. And that one looks like is from the comics that are. It is, yeah. Both of them. Both of them are from a comic book. Nope. Crossfire's art ha- uh, has a art credit. Maybe I should tell you guys about Sniper Shot now that we're talking. Yeah, about maybe it. you better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, a couple of these in the set. Sniper Shot is a treachery. Uh, when revealed, Alter Ego plays three threat on the main scheme. When revealed as a hero, deal three damage to your hero. One boost icon. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good card. But wow. A very good card. The, the three threat when you're in alter ego form is a nice, nasty surprise. Okay, Vardane, I, I got to tell our story. Okay. We, we played this. Uh, it was the first time we played Absorbing Man. My first time playing Spider-Woman. Your first time playing with Hawkeye. And we pulled this out really early. He got Shadow of the Past. We, we put this set in. And Absorbing Man is full of all these nasty, yeah, if this attack is undefended, take direct damage sort of things. This synergized mm-hmm. so nicely. We just were getting shot left, right, and center. It was great. <laughs> it was yeah, great was for great. me. I wasn't the one drawing back-to-back-to-back Omnimorph duplications when he had every trade in play. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, but this set, we really liked. I remember it coming out, and it, and it was nice. It was nice little punches. Bit of a dud when it comes out as a boost card, but... So, can one of you thematically resolve the alter ego part of this card, though? I think it's... He's a schemer, right? And you've right, given but... him a chance to take his shot. Not necessarily a gunshot, but his so shot is, at whatever he's so doing. He's either, he's either metaphorically sniping or literally sniping. Right. Okay. I thought he was <laughs> metaphorically sniping by sniping somebody else to further his schemes. And you're not there to stop him. Yeah. Some character not named in our story. Yeah, is, like he's taken out the sniped. mayor or something, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. And that helps the villain's main scheme how? Uh, See, well, this, is all, this is all falling apart, guys. Because he's a mercenary you. that was hired by the villain. <laughs> by the villain. <laughs> to take out guys that are in his way. Like Hawkeye, like Mockingbird, like whoever... You know, that beat cop that's in the way. Putting out yeah, the yeah. Shooting yeah, yeah. <laughs> that... No, he's he's not taking people out. He's shooting lights out or something like that. That's what there, you go. Oh, oh. there you go. Oh, security so, cameras. Yep, security cameras. Exactly. Car tires. Things like that. That's right. Things okay. you see in the movies, right? That, that <laughs> people don't actually uh, do. Yeah. Now, three damage. And we, we already said that, you know, Hawkeye spends a lot of time in hero form. And since he's just, you know, a little fella, nine hit points is all he's got. Yep. I mean, this just it's takes great. him out by a third. Yeah. Gotta love those nemesis sets that put on the pressure. This is, a, mean, this is an all right one. Yeah. Yeah, this is, a, this is a good card. It would be brutal with more, uh, more boost icons, but I'm okay with it because there's two in there, right? So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so one thing I'd asked when we started reading these cards was, you know, Criminal Past was a weak obligation Maybe the Nemesis set makes up for that. Do you guys think it does? Kind of? No. Maybe a, <laughs> maybe a little. Maybe a little bit. I say no because the Nemesis set only comes up if Hawkeye draws Shadow of the Past. Yep. Right. I think that maybe that card should read, discard your bow and all your arrows, yeah. or uh, resolve Shadow of the Past. Oh. Oh. Yikes. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah. I do like the set, though. I think it's... Um, it hits on theme in the right spots sometimes. 
It's got some fun interactions with the side scheme. The vil the the minion has quick strike, which we always complain about. Um, there's no real dud duds to it. You know, the attachment's hard to get rid of. I think overall, it's a pretty decent nemesis set. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Daniel, you're gonna rate it. I'm going a solid B minus on this one. B minus. Yeah. Okay. Because I have to factor in the obligation. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I wish uh, we were keeping track of these ratings somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good because if you asked me like in a week about it or something or after I played it, I'd be like, oh, this is totally A minus or whatever. My my <laughs> grades are completely meaningless. So You can flip flop. It's okay. Yeah. Ask my students. Meaningless grades. Whatever. <laughs> um, they change with experience. That's all. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, wow. This is yeah, this is good good stuff. We learned a lot tonight. Thanks for coming on, Americano. Yeah, of thanks. Course. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's been a been a pleasure. Thanks for doing the research and uh but thank you for your Radigan quote a few weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. Oh, oh yeah. Radigan's, that Radigan's was awesome. Radigan's awesome. I was terrified of him as a child, so then he worked. Yep. And he's and he's like the size of my foot. How can I be afraid of him? <laughs> well, Mike. How do these lovely people find us? We are Critical Encounters. Do you want to get a hold of us? Perhaps you remember how Daniel's rated these old encounter sets. <laughs> Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. And on Discord, we go by Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, Wandering Toque, and Americano. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't, tell your enemies. Americano, take us out. I like to let them run a little before taking the shot. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is... Forty-two.